0: Hello, and welcome to the show where we cast our favourite books into film. I'm Roxanne. I'm Flo. And I'm Rachel. And this is Typecast, brought to you by Rare Birds Book Club. This week, we're casting Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James.
1: You nailed it. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> One really and done. W-
2: I really wanted to jump in at the end there and be like, "I don't make love."
1: <laughs> Go on, do the full. No, I don't want to say the <laughs> rest. <laughs> That's very sweet, Rox. You're a new, you're a new woman. We've I come know. back for Typecast season four, and, and you're not messing around anymore. I'm you're not. just coming in with the intros, yeah. absolutely nailing it at first she try.
2: Is here and ready to
0: record
1: this is a really promising start i feel very good about this yes
0: i feel good about season four in general this be our strongest season yet time will tell
2: time will tell.
0: (laughs) 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 all right well for those of you that don't know the plot of 50 shades of gray and i'm sure there's at least one of you or maybe two um well i'm gonna do a synopsis to kick off the episode
2: i would say like Fifty Shades of Grey is one of those things where we all kind of vaguely feel we know the plot, but, even if you haven't read it. But yeah, it's like, yeah. do you know? Mm. Do you really know? Do
1: you really know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the ins and outs? Yeah, <laughs> cool. forgive the the words. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Well,
0: I'm uh, I'm here to illuminate this plot for you. Their plot. It's it's loose loose term loose term. Okay, Anastasia Steele. Anna, for short, is just your regular 21-year-old college student. Brown hair, some kind of eyes, maybe a head. She has a friend, only one, called Kate, who is a high-powered university newspaper reporter. Kate somehow has scored an interview with a 27-year-old Wonderkin known as Christian Gray, who is an entrepreneur. And not the kind that sits at home on his couch selling stuff on Amazon, but one of those ones that actually has money. Trouble is, Kate is sick and needs Anna to do the interview for her, which makes sense because even though Anna is crazy shy, Kate also only has one friend. What a pickle. Anna does Kate a solid, but the whole thing is a bit of a fiasco. She's convinced Christian Grey thinks her an idiot. However, in a totally non-story way, Christian Grey shows up at Anna's place of work, a hardware store, and buys some very suspicious things, if you were heavily signalling that buying hardware stuff at a hardware store was suspicious, he picks up cable tyres, tape, rope. Oh, and did we mention that Anna suddenly needs some sexy photos of Christian to go with her bad interview? Don't worry, Christian gives her his number. After the photo shoot, it's clear Christian is interested in Anna, even though he says things like, I'm not romantic. The literary hero's version of, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now, just before getting into a relationship. Clearly, he's attended a pickup artist seminar because he then also declares that he wants to have sex with her. Here's where things veer off a little from the norm, though. Christian wants Anna to sign a contract before things get hot and heavy between them. The contract stipulates that their relationship will only be sexual and that she has to sign off various BDSM caveats. For instance, she's not allowed to look at him, but don't worry, he won't electrocute her. She signs a non-disclosure agreement, but not the contract. They have sex anyway. Quite a few times, actually. Like, a lot. Like, if you were to skim ten pages when they start, they're still having sex. Turns out, though, Christian's more into control than BDSM and despite him saying expelliarmus, I mean, I'm not romantic, he definitely is catching feelings. Will Anna be able to break free from Christian's control? Will Christian be able to stop himself falling in love with Bella Swan? I mean, Anastasia Steele? Only her inner goddess and E.L. James knows. Fifty Shades of Grey has sold over 150 million copies, was translated into 52 languages, and sparked a 400% increase in sex toy sales. So how's that that for an introduction? I liked that. Uh,
2: Powerful. I I also liked the um, subtle mention of Bella. Which, yes, which very it, relevant. I think that is very relevant. So, Fifty Shades. Yes. Could you please tell its origin
0: story? Well, it actually started off as fan fiction called Master of the Universe, which makes me laugh because that's <laughs> also a ripoff of the He Man title. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, E.L. James was a massive fan of Twilight, which we've also covered in an excellent episode of Typecast. <laughs> But um, yeah, she was a massive fan and originally they were called Edward Cullen and Bella Swan. Um, and obviously when it became really popular, um, Stephanie Meyer's lawyers uh, stepped in and, and Anastasia Steele and Christian Grey were born. Yeah, so she basically, she
2: basically started serializing this novel on like a Twilight fan fiction forum.
0: Like a Dirty Dickens. Yeah, and
2: people, <laughs> yeah, and people liked it and it, she gained such a following that she started publishing it on her own website which again grew in popularity so much that like kind of like a self-publish printer publisher started publishing it on her behalf. So it went into ebook format so people could just read it and you could kind of basically print it on demand. And then that blew up so much that Random House bought it in the States. Yeah. Where It, it shot like basically instantly to the number one on the New York Times bestseller list. So that's
1: that's quite a that's quite a rise it is it's it's very impressive um and it sort of once you know that background it explains so much about the book because it does have a very sort of fan fictiony feel to it Mm -hmm. especially the opening which is really bad (laughs) (laughs) and has that sort of porno logic yeah where it's like he she just has to get these two characters together it doesn't make sense at all but she just needs to get them together yeah it's Um,
2: the, the hardware store thing is like That's one of the details that I'm just like,
0: why are you? Why is he here? Why does she work in a hardware store? I know. It just makes Why me is this laugh. is where
2: he's buying his cable ties?
0: I know. I was like, <laughs> go to a sex store. But also it was just like, as if you'd be like, oh, that's so weird. He's buying rope at a hardware store. I mean, like, like oh no, he's buying tape at a hardware store. It's like, yeah. it's like <laughs> that's like, rope, a very normal place yeah. to buy those things. And, and rope
2: has like myriad non-sexual uses does, as well. Yeah. Like as many everyday
0: uses. <laughs> I mean, if he was buying fluffy handcuffs in a hardware store, then you'd yeah. be like, that's weird. Yeah, if he came in why. and asked for the lube you'd be like okay what's going on <laughs> but but comes I, in I, and he's I, like do you have a phillips head <laughs> 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 I, need, I need some cork
2: <laughs> so okay let's talk about 50 shades just did you just in one word did you like it or hate it
1: wait what's the word we have to use <laughs> oh like or, or just hate like, yeah <laughs>
2: just so you can just tell me if you liked it or if uh, you hated it i
0: think neither really fits i mean i i I was more baffled
1: by it. Said like one word. Well <laughs> it's, Well, this is a podcast where we talk about books, Rachel. What do you want us to do? I just wanted,
2: I just wanted to take your temperature on it before we
1: launched it.
0: I would lean I would lean, where do, where do I you would stand? lean closer to, to I, but I don't hate it, but I'd lean closer to that than like I was bored by it.
1: Okay. Can I have two words? Sure. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm gonna stand by this this is gonna be the hill that I die on in this episode is that I didn't think it was that bad I went in with like really low expectations Mm -hmm. and I think because my expectations were so low I was kind of pleasantly surprised at sort of some of the complexity and nuance to their relationship I have to say look it's
0: it's not I mean it is ridiculous the way it's been um, touted as this, yeah, the worst thing that's ever hit, you know, bookshelves. But I – the thing that always – the thing that baffles me and continues to baffle me about its success is that I read it. And, and at that time I was reading a lot of, like, romance books and, um, you know, like Regency Romans, Bodice, Rippers, but contemporary romance, erotica, whatever. Sex books. Sex books, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just – thought it was really dull and boring and not titillating at all and that is the part that I don't understand because I would just be I'd be like oh my god they're having sex again <laughs> and it would be like 50 pages and it was just there was no lead up to in my opinion there was no sort of yeah there was no titillation it was just they were just constantly fucking and it was just so mm, yeah dull. There wasn't there, there was kind of sex.
2: missing that friction that you need yeah. that sort of builds up and
0: and so that's that's the part I don't understand. It's not that it's like it's just that this was the sex book that like launched a thousand dildos or whatever <laughs> it was, you know? And I'm like, really? Like that it was very it was very dull, yeah. I thought. H what,
1: what was your one word gonna be? Then? Oh hated it. Oh, okay. That's Interesting. Two words. So we've got quite a good span of opinions there. <laughs> yeah. This could be juicy. Um
0: I really didn't
2: like it. But I I actually have a few theories as to why it was so popular mm-hmm. and like, and why it was this like mega mega bestseller i think at just at some point it hits critical mass do you know what i mean and then everybody's reading it which it's like once it's rolling it's just picking yeah, up momentum yeah. what the success of 50 shades kind of shows you is that there is a huge appetite for erotic fiction from women and that perhaps you know at that point those needs weren't being met in the mainstream like mm-hmm. obviously like romance as a genre is huge like erotica is huge already but it's like those communities are quite niche and so to like the average woman and the average reader you know what I mean? It's like the fact that it became this huge cultural moment also gave everybody permission to pick it up. There was nothing embarrassing about reading Fifty Shades of Grey when everyone was talking about it because it's like you could talk about it and be like, oh, I'm just reading it to see what it's all about. Like,
1: I just, you know, everyone's talking about this <laughs> well, yeah, Fifty you, Shades thing. I'll check true. it out. Reading it on the tube on the way to work. Oh,
2: and yeah. Stuff. Exactly. Very so it, it, I think it gave a lot of people permission to read erotica that they may not have granted themselves in the past, which I think also helped for the fact that it was so popular and so many people liked it because if you haven't been exposed to this genre before you know you would be like oh my god this is a book all about sex like of course you would think it was great if you're reading in that genre a lot and you're reading your guys you're like guys this is basically twilight fan fiction it's not much here it's missing this or it's missing that you know however critical you want to be about it and of course it is easy to dunk on because it is essentially like a sex book about bdsm so you know once it's selling at the top of the bestseller charts like obviously everyone's can roll their eyes at it like we do with any book yeah
0: no it's very it's it's very true that's that's a good point I I think I agree there that it 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 gave people permission to read it I mean I had a friend who never read books and she loved Fifty Shades of Grey and so I don't I definitely don't subscribe to this idea that it doesn't have a place on oh, our bookshelves because that's wonderful like anything that gets someone reading anything that that makes someone happy and had such a fun but there was there were people there were women having like 50 shades parties and and women yeah. exploring their sexuality like and, and going to like I don't know if you heard that that stat earlier but apparently it drove 400 percent like like sex toy sales up by 400 percent I mean that can only be a good thing yeah. it's right? like I, I yeah. think
2: you don't have to get like that deep with kind of like criticizing it, you know what I mean it's enough that people just read it and liked it and enjoyed yeah. it in the moment like that's that is a book being successful we don't have to be like it's not well written or it's this or that like yeah.
1: I definitely um agree with you about it being kind of the acceptable face of mainstream mm-hmm. erotica and it, it's sort of acceptable to go into a bookstore and buy it. I wonder also if it's for lots of for people it was their first sort of introduction to that specific type of BDSM Mm -hmm. relationship because I think when you hear the term BDSM you kind of think oh like a six-foot dominatrix and like a leather corset Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know I think probably there would be women reading this thinking like oh I didn't know that this this was a a thing you know and and there being an appeal to that because it's obviously the most sort of heterosexual white privilege yeah, it's, it's, so it's, like it's very palatable like very very mainstream in that sense but i wonder if for lots of people it was their first introduction to oh this is a this is an aspect of of sex and bondage that yeah. i'd never thought about
2: which it which makes sense because it's like within kind of a storyline that we really understand like wealthy handsome successful ceo millionaire meets the lovely charming hapless innocent and they you know because it's actually when you strip away the bdsm stuff which we'll come back to talking more about that but it's like it's a very conventional story oh, a yeah. Yeah. boy meets girl he says he doesn't want to fall in love they fall in love they get married they have a baby like it's like it is it yeah. you know what i mean it's the most kind of conventional vanilla love story storyline there is yeah and i think that also i guess makes it very safe for people to approach where you're right you might not be open to exploring reading about it because you're like that's not for me or that's too scary for me or whatever it is
0: yeah and it follows a lot of the famous romance tropes like like the sort of rogue damaged man that needs someone to show him how to love is a very well-worn road (laughs) in uh in literature in general but especially romance
1: totally i mean i feel like a lot of these leads are are really darcy archetypes because it's like he's proper he's respectable he's successful he's incredibly repressed but around this one woman he cannot contain himself Mm. (laughs) and in this it's like he cannot contain himself sexually you know with darcy it's like he has to propose to her even though he's like thinks it's the worst idea with edward cullen it's like he's literally a vampire who wants (laughs) to suck her blood like you know it's all it's all just a variation on that theme so it makes sense that it has that appeal
0: there's a real thesis in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Christian Grey yeah. and Darcy. <laughs>
2: it's like if we're kind of moving into the discussion about the film, it's around the film where the, the book becomes like more problematic for me. Fifty Shades on its own just being this kind of like cult hit piece of erotica that would have been really really popular for a few years as it was and then would have kind of faded away again but it's like the movie obviously mainstreams it even more and the movie is also not very good for a lot of reasons something about the film highlights what is not good about the book if that makes sense like it really brings under all that under the magnifying glass and how kind of like problematic like the characters and their the the whole bdsm stuff is because it's like there's lo- there has was a lot of criticism from like actual sex therapists like people in the BDSM community who were really critical of it saying like this is not a, this is not a great portrayal because it's not it wasn't a portrayal of like two healthy I, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah it wasn't like, a healthy like, relationship it, 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 at all it requires a maturity that those two characters just don't have
0: well it was covered in in a lot of press actually there, there was an, a great article in the Atlantic called consent isn't enough and uh, talking about the troubling sex in Fifty Shades. But the thing that struck me, even when I was reading it, aside from me finding the actual sex scenes very dull, is that when they did enter the sort of BDSM territory, she never seemed to enjoy it that much. I mean, there's there's, there's this part where I think he's, he's, he's spanking her and she gets very upset. Like, she gets very upset. And it's sort of... I don't know, I mean, I suppose you could read it that she feels ambivalent about it, but I was like, that's horrible. Like, I, I wouldn't want someone to make me cry and get so upset I had to stop the sex act. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: But I think I think she does try to deal with it. It's not as black and white as, you know, oh, they do BDSM and she doesn't really like it, but it's sort of okay anyway. Like, Anna is actually constantly pushing back against it. And that instance of the spanking is like, I think she handles it quite well, actually, because she's really confused by it because she hates the pain and she hates that he wants to hurt her but she's kind of turned on by it at the same time and she keeps thinking about it afterwards and he keeps asking her like did you really hate that and she's like yeah sort of and she's trying to work her feelings through and she doesn't really know how she feels about it and I actually thought that was why it was you know again I was pleasantly surprised by it because she's trying to pick through and understand something that's really complex which is human sexuality and particularly for women i think sexuality can be really complicated if you put within that situation where you have to be submissive and so anna is trying to work out who she is what she likes in the bedroom what she likes outside of the bedroom and it's a real journey for her and she's often feels very conflicted
0: oh that's 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 an excellent point, actually. I mean, I, I would agree. It is It is probably more complex than I'm giving it uh, – I'm not giving it enough credit. Um, one thing that we should mention, if you haven't read the book, is that Anna – is a virgin at the beginning of this book which also has a sort of startling element and I think just from my perspective and only from my perspective it just seemed like oh my god this would be my worst nightmare if I was having my first sexual experiences with someone that wanted to try something like so far out of like in the real world it would be a nightmare yeah it's
2: it's just a bit of a challenging one because it's like ideally she would have like a little bit more experience you know what I mean to approach this you know when he's kind of coming to her and being like, this is what I like. It's like, she has no idea what exactly. who she is or what mm-hmm. she likes. And so it's really hard for her to sort of meet him on an even playing field in that sense.
0: And I think to me, it just it meant that I found it so hard to enjoy from the very beginning because I'm just like, this is already like so messed up. Like there's no, you know, I know as the series goes on, she gains a bit more power, but it's like... You know, it was hard to, to to comfortably read those sex scenes, especially when she's when she is getting upset because you just think like that really is just such a tough introduction to Yeah, sex. it's a
1: real baptism of fire, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stalk you and make you sign a contract so that yeah. I can spank you in my red room of pain. <laughs> <laughs> it just,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why E.L. James decided to make her a virgin. Because that was a choice, which is also very interesting. Well, I get
1: Bella was a virgin, of course. That's probably... Oh, yeah, yeah, what I mean? yeah. I think because it's so much about her discovering yeah. herself and her sexuality through the, these experiences.
2: That's such a classic yeah. trope of, like, romances, like, the virgin. The pure, innocent, inexperienced virgin who... And
1: he's the opposite of a virgin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's the anti virgin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of the interesting critiques that I read of it actually, I think it was in that Atlantic article you were talking about, was that part of the problem is that there's just not enough communication between them while they're doing these things, mm. and that somehow he just intuits what's going to make her orgasm, basically. <laughs> and that's the thing that's is problematic is that he's not sort of saying, "Oh, you know, do you like that? Does that feel good?" And she's not saying, "Oh, that, no, you know, do this differently." Blah blah blah. He just sort of hurts her a little bit and then and then makes her have like a magical orgasm every time and that i think is a fair criticism this isn't like a they're not magical creatures like they would have to communicate constantly while they're having sex for them both to have pleasure from it so
0: especially if she's a bloody virgin well yeah (laughs) yeah i think in
2: a lot of ways like 50 shades again is like almost like a victim of its own success because it's like it just was so, 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 so popular. And for a lot of people, that was their first encounter with like learning about what BDSM is. And it's like, that's not what the book was ever intended to be. Like it was just meant to be like any other piece of erotic fiction that you read and you're like, Oh, that was nice. And then you put it down. Right. But it's like, it becomes this kind of like battleground where people are like, learning about all these things and lots of people like this isn't healthy or this isn't this isn't how it should be or you know what I mean it's like so much can take place just because of the fact that it was so popular that it yeah we end up holding this to a much higher standard than probably it was ever intended to yeah held to totally
1: you can't expect a book like this to get everything right because you know you know she can't have imagined that it would turn out like this having started writing it as a bit of fan fiction
0: yeah, she's like sitting down at a computer writing, like you know, erotic fan fiction, and then like a few years later, she's being profiled in the Atlantic yeah. about the issues with consent in yeah. her fan she's fiction. She's like, "Well, that
1: really got out of hand."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops.
2: Do we want to go around and share our favorite quotes?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, let me try from fine. either
2: the the book or the film.
0: Okay. Does uh, anyone?
2: Does anyone have a quote that they would really like to share?
0: I. uh... I like a couple. Um, one is when um, Christian's talking about his sexual preferences, and he says, "Why is anyone the way they are?" That's kind of hard to answer. Why do some people like cheese and other people hate it? <laughs> <laughs> do you like cheese? <laughs> I mean, that's that's. A I mean, one. the man's not wrong. <laughs> and then the other one was, uh, "This is wrong, but holy hell, is it erotic?" <laughs> <laughs> holy Hannah. I love that. But she's just being like, Oh my god. Holy hell.
1: Um, this one's quite good. I feel the colour in my cheeks rising again. I must be the colour of the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> What's the context of that? <laughs> um there's no possible context in which that's necessary. She's just blushing slightly.
2: That's very funny. The quote I would like to share is actually from the film. So in the scene where she's like he's like playing the piano and she's like you're so sad all the time you know that bit (laughs) (laughs) and they're like talking about the punishment stuff and she's like why do you need to punish me and he says because i am 50 shades of fucked up
1: (laughs) oh oh my god that's like the title of the film but Uh. not oh this is actually quite good i'm all gushing and breathy like a child not a grown woman who can vote and drink legally in the state of Washington. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about this one? Very niche. And uh, this really grosses me out for some reason. I thought it was chocolate hot fudge brownie sex that we had with a cherry on top. But hey, what do I know?
1: <laughs> but hey, what do I know? <laughs> hot chocolate. Women fudge love sex. ice cream Sundays. You know what love? I could. love They love sweet food and chocolate. I would so. love one right now. No fire play. Okay.
0: All right. We're uh, doing the rules, trying to remember them. Not the BDSM rules, um, which, as Flo pointed out, was no fire play or mm. <laughs> electrocution. Uh, you know. So just keep that in mind as we're no going forward. No waterboarding, I think that's <laughs> <I'm> one. <gonna do. laughs> no. How sexy, dark are we taking this? No like sexy, sexy waterboarding. <laughs> Um so the rules, the rules the rules, no daddies, that's one I remember. Mm-hmm. So don't mm-hmm. try and cast anyone that's dead. Um also they have to be actors, so mm-hmm. don't cast Gary Neville. I don't know why I said his <laughs> name. I
2: know why. Super <laughs> League
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Super League is on her mind. Uh,
1: um <laughs> <laughs> Um, what an unexpected digression <laughs> and then
0: the third one is
1: it had to be contemporary how to pass them as they are now
2: yes yes so there we go so we are going to follow those really closely
0: <laughs> totally we follow them every time we're taking these we. rules
2: real seriously <laughs>
0: um so what are we looking for in our christian because obviously the um maybe very was quite famous it was with um A personal typecast fave here, we all love Dakota Johnson. So this film is deeply upsetting and disappointing (laughs) to me for so many reasons. But one is just that they've put these two people
2: who I love individually together and they have no chemistry whatsoever and they both look like, especially Jamie Dornan, like he doesn't (laughs) want to be there at all. Like he's been forced against his will to participate in this film.
0: I can see why they cast him because he was in The Fall and actually that character just... (laughs) Like the one that, you know, murders and tortures women. Isn't that far from Christian Grey? Oh, my he, God.
1: Maybe they're the same character. Oh.
0: He, yeah. He loves to do like dark and damaged, but I just. He was <laughs> he's, not. He's the wrong uh, choice.
1: He's the wrong choice.
0: I really. He's called Satan. and he's like, I really want to play someone that's Fifty Shades of Fucked <laughs> Up. <laughs> In his audition, they're like, Do you think you can do 50
2: shades of fucked up? He's like, Well, I can try. <laughs>
1: How about um, 40?
0: There is zero chemistry on screen. I agree. Um, and I would have thought that would be very hard to cast because. I don't know. I mean, you'd really have to cast with two actors in mind. It's not really that surprising to me that it didn't turn out
2: that well. Mm. Like, it's like, it feels like they did the worst of everything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like they could have done a glossier, gentler, more PG version that was like focused a little bit more on the romance. There was a bit of kink in it. Maybe we don't see all that much of it. Or they could have gone like really hardcore into it. And it's like, they just didn't, they just didn't effectively do either it's kind of like yeah. a, it's not like, that sexy there's no chemistry there's like no real sense of romance between them like it doesn't it's, it's just not that effective did this
0: film before do you remember eight and a half weeks i watched that when i was like 15 and it was like oh my oh, god yeah with like uh it mickey mickey rourke and kim basinger and it's mm. a similar thing like he's he introduces her to this like wild like like sex life and uh but he's damaged and can't give her the sort of love she needs and that, uh, that was the
1: area when they knew how to do it when they yeah, did sort of 80s. like sexy sexy thrillers yeah with well, a lot of blue light
0: but yeah they, they, they sort of already did a movie like that so if you actually want to watch 50 shades of gray in a route. film version yeah watch uh eight and a half weeks classic or watch twilight Yes, or watch, <laughs> or Twilight. watch
2: Twilight. Which, um, <laughs> uh, spoiler, I also thought was a terrible film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think Dakota Johnson is a good choice no. for Anastasia because she has weird energy mm. and she also has sort of like cool airhead yeah. vibes, which is very, no, Anna is very kind of earnest and yeah. sort of sincere and naive and it's just, it doesn't that's yeah. not my Dakota. No. So. My,
2: what I was going to propose for the recasting, because it's like, this film's not that old. Do we need another one? No, we don't. I was like thinking about, when I was thinking about the casting, I was like, how could I make this better? And I was like, to be honest, I would want to like fundamentally alter like the DNA of the characters. Like I would just, <laughs> I would want to change it so much. And some, Gender swap. Something, oh, that well, I mean, it would sort of end up the same film. <laughs> but <laughs> I kept coming back to like the idea of maturity and I was thinking, mm. what if for this remake we just aged up these actors like significantly? First of all, there's lots of things I don't buy about Anastasia and Christian being so so young. Like, yeah. why is he a twenty-seven, 27 multi-millionaire low. CEO? <laughs> like, has his life together? has experienced so much? Like, He's it's got a like, jet? They're just <laughs> a they're both jet. Yeah, exactly. They're they're too young anyway. But I think that this film could work a lot better if you just had two older more experienced adults who have been around the world a little bit have had like time to experience more sex actually if you aged the characters up a little bit this film could pro- probably work a lot better
0: i like that yeah. you proposed this though after we've all, all <laughs> made our selections so well, really, we didn't discuss really. that so i'm right. just telling you <laughs> what i'm doing and i'm thinking what i'm thinking about and well
1: my right. well my my i think solution was sort of um to stick with the kind of the same sort of ages, but to go more in the direction of a glossy prestige T V series Ooh. from HBO, Ala Euphoria, which has a lot of sex scenes okay. in it. Okay. So that was more my solution.
0: My solution was I didn't know what to do and so it is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of terrible options coming your way. So shall Mine we start this could, we, could
2: we like combine our ideas? We could do the gritty TV series Mm. with older
0: actors.
1: Let's see who who you've suggested, and we'll go from there. All
0: right. Okay. All right. Let's get to the casting. Let's do it. Am I going first? Yeah, you are going first. That makes
2: sense, because I've tried to just partway through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Completely change what we're doing here.
1: I've got, I've got really high hopes. I think you should lower your expectations.
0: Um, when we came in here today, you were like, I'm so confident about my choices. I, I have
1: oh yeah, great choices. That, yeah.
2: Personally, on a personal level, <laughs> I am very confident with my choices. I think my idea to age the actors up is great. I love who I've picked. <laughs> I think I've got some great options on the table, but experience tells me that some people in this room (laughs) may not agree with me do you want me to do christian or anastasia first let's do anastasia no i want to do christian Uh, (laughs) i've got him written first i can't i just can't change it okay christian gray how about christian bale
0: yeah that's not bad yeah i can see that that's good i'm i'm as to use Flo's earlier words pleasantly surprised
2: Mm. okay anastasia
1: how about Liv tyler no, with Christian Bale. Why not? I I see how you got there, and I think individually, yes. But as 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 a couple, it's as nice a couple, it's not doing anything for me. I actually
2: had another good idea, but it's kind of like it's been done before. So is it really my idea? But Amy Adams.
0: I again, I feel like I I, I can see her playing Anastasia for What's sure. What's the film that they're in together? American Isn't Hustle.
2: It? Yeah, I haven't like seen they, them. Across. They have very much that vibe in it
1: already I like I like that more or how about Daniel Craig yeah
2: another one I thought for Anastasia was January Jones
0: I quite like that actually I I do think January Jones has that sort of like deer in headlights kind yeah. of vibe
1: she's very vacant isn't yeah she? no offense <laughs> I mean I love January Jones but and she's good she actress. does that well yeah yeah.
0: Uh, yeah and I think you know I uh, I can see her having chemistry more with Christian Bale than with Daniel Craig though
1: with, with her in that role, I would, I would read it as a kind of she's very repressed mm-hmm. rather than somebody who's sort of just lived a normal life. Like I think she would be really brittle and bottled up, yeah. and but
2: which could be great. Exciting. Which could again add just add so much extra depth to this story that it's like <laughs> slightly lacking at this stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, she just yeah. disco- like she's discovering this whole new side of herself, and it's actually a really positive thing.
0: Uh, yeah, they are very good choices so far yeah i'm gonna leave it there then no 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 no, i don't want to read any work no No. tell us here i did good and i'm (laughs) just stop please tell us it's
2: not fair that i can i can pick somebody good and then you make me keep going until it ends bad well why do you think it's gonna end bad because i know i I, I know if i keep saying the names i've written down you're gonna hate it and i'm gonna ruin all my progress so let's just leave it there we really like christian bale January Jones, Amy Adams, great contenders.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it me? It is. Um, so I'd just like to preface this by saying that I found the process of casting quite creepy <laughs> because you're essentially volunteering this actor to get the bits out on screen. So I felt like a bit of a perv. Um, Why
0: were you like, oh, I don't want to see their bits, I do? Well, no, I, I just this. feel like it's, I don't know.
1: Just Would it make like, you feel better if actually...
2: In hollywood a lot now they actually cgi tits on
1: that does make me feel better okay
2: so you're all you're all that you're volunteering <laughs> is like this actor and actress to be like in kind of like a nude bodysuit yeah and some nipples superimposed
0: <laughs> on later <laughs> i wonder how much the budget of the budget set aside <laughs> just imagine being the editor imagine who being does the, the nipple nipples. specialist yeah. <laughs> Well, you know they've got intimacy consultants now, which I think is a great idea for oh, sex. Yeah. and yeah. all the um amazing like uh like sex scenes on screen. Sort of recently, Bridgerton um normal people normal people had intimacy consultants, yeah. and you're like, of course, why didn't we? Well, think about Well, those
2: scenes that are all like really carefully choreographed, yeah. obviously, yeah. which makes perfect sense.
1: It's funny that you should mention normal people.
0: Uh oh. Oh yeah.
1: Because my choice is Daisy Edgar oh, Jones. Oh yeah,
0: that's the yeah, that's very good too. But, yeah, mm. I mean, I guess because she's kind of got similar character vibes. Yeah, mm. yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that 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 her,
1: fits her brush
2: her brush with BDSM is not positive though.
1: True, but that's that's with a role that with she with the right man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, th- that's good. And then I, well, I also wrote down Elle Fanning.
0: I love Elle Fanning. I know what you mean. What I, is the age always... of Elle
1: Fanning? The age of Elle Fanning, I believe, is twenty-three. Yeah, I so young. If anything, she's too old to play. <laughs> 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 too <laughs> years too old. Yeah.
0: I prefer Daisy Edgar Jones. Um, also, partially because I don't like. us like. I almost feel a bit protective over. Well, this is what I mean. This is this is
1: why I feel like a perv because yeah. I'm volunteering. Yeah. These they're basically children.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. I see what you mean. And now. I
1: I now see the appeal of aging up because yes. it makes me feel less creepy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I just the thing is,
2: is like you know Daisy Edgar Jones is a great actress, and you're right, she would be good. But it's like I don't feel any enthusiasm about that. Like I just. <laughs> I think the reality is I just don't want to watch this movie. I don't
1: yeah, oh, yeah, 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 either. I don't either. How have we ended up here? It's because we wanted to talk about the book and so we had to do this bit.
0: <laughs> this is a rod we've made for our own oh backs. Oh my god! I, I or know maybe you,
1: a riding crop. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> but I know what you mean because we're actually like I don't really want to see a twenty-one-year-old do BDSM on screen. So yeah, the older like again, just, it would be
1: it would be so much harder if they were older. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Agreed. And then my Christian suggestion was Richard Madden.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah. Come like, on. No, It's a
1: good choice. What do you mean? It's a very good choice. That's a very it's good like choice. It's like a very obvious choice, mm-hmm. I think. You, why are you shaking your head? I just don't... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I think looks very similar to how Christian is yeah, he he described. And I think he, he, he seems that he has edge. And he also has, you know, sexy energy. Well, (laughs) right, she wants that face. (laughs) I don't think he does have sexy energy.
2: But I think the reason I take that in dislike is actually the same reason why I don't like Jamie Dornan as Christian Grey is because they both have like actually inherently like a slightly goofy energy to me. When they go into like the dark, damaged mode, it feels like kind of over the top in like a high school play kind of way.
1: (laughs) But that is sort of... Christian Grey. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, fine. Well, I don't care. I am mean, oh, okay. not going to watch it, so I don't care. <laughs> um.
0: All right. Well, I have a few suggestions for Christian. The first one, and the one I probably feel the best about, is um, an actor called Keon Alexander, and you guys won't know who he is. Um, which is actually I don't know why I'm suggesting him that, but he's in The Expanse. And he plays um, this character called Marco Cenaros. And he is just like very sexy and very intense. And he has a real edge. And I just, I think he'd be, he'd be good.
2: I kind of like that. He does have intense vibes.
0: Oh
1: my God. You know who else would be quite good? Amos. I. I that's, my ne- that's
0: my <laughs> next suggestion was Amos from The Expanse. Oh because God. he, he also has, so that's Wes Chatham. And he's probably a bit too beefy for, <laughs> for <laughs> Christian. But he has some serious, like, oh, he's slightly... In, he's slightly in, he's slightly radiating intense. intensity. Yeah. yeah. So um, those eyes will burn right through you. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it was just like, I, I was just like, both those actors would be yeah. really good and sexy and they're a bit older. So um, I think that sort of works.
1: Um, I can really see, because they're TV actors, I can see them for this sort of HBO prestige. Yes. Version yes mm. and then
0: um my uh my and my joke one was I was gonna say Chris Evans just to annoy <laughs> you I was gonna say
1: Chris <laughs> Evans to annoy you well um, anyway I mean he'd be terrible for this role so no he would a, be um, it's, it's a moo point <laughs> a cow's opinion
0: um <laughs> then my Anastasia I really only have one. Oh no I've got I've got two semi-decent uh Suggestions. One is uh, Anya Chalotra, who she's been (gasps) mentioned before from The Witcher. I don't like that. Um, (laughs) No, I hate (laughs) it. (laughs) She, she's like at the beginning of The Witcher. She plays that sort of like, oh, like I'm like again a bit of a deer in headlights. Um, But Mm, she's just great, and I love her.
2: She's too spunky. Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same. She's got. She's just too. She's too much too, if bigger. you wanted to do the the swap, the gender swap, oh, and she was the, Ooh, I, I can't yes. see her as a submissive, but she could be the the she, dominant.
0: She is so great. Um, and the other one was actually from um, like behind her eyes. Um, Eva Hewson. Um, she plays quite a scary character in Behind Her Eyes, but um,
1: isn't that Bono's daughter? Is she? Yeah, yeah. I can actually see the resemblance now that you. Do you think said. Bono would? Let her do this role. I I think he'd whip off his sunglasses in a frenzy. <laughs>
0: his yellow tinted sunglasses. Yeah. She's probably a bit young. you know. If again, it's like it. Just, I can see uh, that though.
1: I think I think she's certainly got the right look. I don't I don't really know that I've seen her in anything, so I don't know that. Look. Oh yeah, no, she's 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 good in behind her eyes. So okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, I could see her in an uh, Amos. Actually,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I can see Amos with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's very sexy. <laughs> Uh, and expander. I the love expanse. the expanse. Watch the expanse. There's a lot of hot shows. Hashtag the expanse. <laughs> <laughs> and you should Very love kind. the expanse. as all I want to get out of here. <laughs> Oh god! Please, <Jeez>, that was. <laughs>
2: Please watch our remake brutal. of Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: Or not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to. We'll leave it, it there. So. Yeah. How do you? We did it, guys. We got to the end of the first episode of we, season four. Oh, oh, yeah. So proud of us.